Welcome to the Men of Iron podcast, equipping men for their mentorship journey. The purpose of the podcast is to provide you with discussion and practical advice to help you grow in your faith, family, friends, fitness, and finances. Thanks for listening. What is up, world? Welcome to the Men of Iron podcast. It's Steve and Justin live from Supply. J-Dub, what's up? Good morning, Steve. Isn't there a, what's that movie from? Good morning, Vietnam. Yeah. <laughs> All I think of is The Office and Michael Scott, yeah. but it's from something important. I don't know. Is it? Uh, who is it? Uh, forget it. This will take forever. This could go. This could be a rabbit trail. Yeah. Bill Murray. I think it's Bill Murray. No, Robin Williams. It's Robin Williams. All right. It's That's... Robin Williams. We figured it out. Yep. So what's going yeah. on anyway, man? Uh, you just live in life. It's the holiday season. Yeah. So when this airs, Christmas will be next week. Wow. Okay. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to all. To all, good night. Done? You got your shopping done? We, no. No, not at all. When this airs, we will still have not had our shopping done. <laughs> you got this whole weekend to do it, and it still won't be done. Yeah. That's all right. Amazon. That's what Amazon's I know. That Amazon is the great. People have very strong opinions, and I, and I don't want to promote the unethical sellers uh, of Amazon, because there's been stuff like that coming up. So I think that's a valid point, but... Amazon is the greatest thing. It's so easy. It's like, oh, I'm out of this. Uh, I'll get it tomorrow at my doorstep. <laughs> and you can get anything and everything. So it, it honestly does make Christmas shopping extremely easy mm-hmm. or shopping of any kind. But anyway, the Men of Iron podcast is back. We've had a, you know, probably what, a two-month hiatus. It's been a busy stretch for the organization. We had the extra give. Mm-hmm. Uh, which was several weeks ago. We had a couple trainings. We had one in Florida, one in um, Sinking Spring, PA. Just a lot of stuff going on. We've been busy. It's not like we've been (laughs) just sitting around. So to all those who have been missing the podcast, we are deeply sorry, but we're back. Yeah. And Linda couldn't be happier. Yeah. Oh, there's our our heat (laughs) turning on there. Oh, man. So, J-Dub, let's start it out with Celebrate the Winds, Mm -hmm. man. Oh, I'm going for yeah, it. Okay. Go for it. Yeah, um I I I guess I'll start with um just uh we're celebrating 12 years of marriage this uh this December here and uh which has been awesome. Um but we went away f- to Mexico to celebrate uh for 5 days um mm. earlier in the fall. And it is the first time and this is kind of a sad thing to admit and confess, but uh it's the first time in nearly 10 years that we've gone away for that long without kids in tow. Hmm. Uh, and it was just so, so good. I mean, just, oh man, you know, to, to have your schedule, just the two of you and to just spend time on the beach, uh, reading books, going to the gym when you want. We watch a lot of movies in our room. Like we just had, like we'd get back uh, to you our room. Had free time. I know. I was like, we, we watched like, and for whatever reason, all the movie channels had just tons of Marvel movies, which um, I don't know if my wife would, ne- well, she likes them. She, I mean, she definitely likes them, but I don't know if we would normally have like rented them from Redbox or anything. Right. We watched tons of Marvel movies and slept in and yeah, it was just awesome. So we, and the, probably the highlight from that was we decided we need to do it again. Uh, and so while we were down there, we, we booked a discounted rate to go back to one of the resorts in Mexico in the next two years. 
so we put money in skin in the game so we have to do it like because we were saying it's so hard to get childcare and lined up and take time from work and all this but it's just it's so worth it it's so good to get away and so if you have kids if you don't have kids doesn't get, make sure you carve out time you got you got the you know the regular doing dates with your your spouse but longer trips like make sure you make that a priority and make make it happen you got friends and family pay someone whatever you need to um it's worth worth it for sure so. yeah it's tough i feel like even even a date night is hard logistically to, to make it happen locally mm-hmm. so like yeah. to get away to mexico or wherever for five days it is tough but like you said it's it's worth it worth it what about you what's a win for so Steve a win Glick? for me i would i would think professionally uh, is the first thing that comes to mind. And, you know, we just touched on it a tiny bit, but the extraordinary give, which was at the end of November, it's just, it's always, you know, I don't know what this would be for me, my third or fourth give with men of iron, but it's always just such a phenomenal event countywide, not Mm -hmm. just, you know, for us. Um, it's just cool to see so many organizations, so many nonprofits participating in, you know, a 24 hour day giving in Lancaster County. Um, and to just see the outpouring of generosity around the county. I mean, what, $10 million? Almost 11. 11 10, million. 10.9. <clears throat> and, you know, as an organization, for us, it's always such a cool reminder of how phenomenal our advocates are. Yeah. We not only have people giving the entire day, uh, we have people, you know, stopping by the office, uh, helping to volunteer, to reach out to people, to let them know about the give and how they can support Men of Iron. And people just spending the day with us, just writing thank you cards, mm-hmm. and so that for me is a is a huge win. It's a huge win. Yeah. I agree. It's great. Awesome. Well, to get into today's podcast, Jada, we're talking about faith in the workplace. Um, such a such an important topic, I think. I think for us, you know, speaking uh, for Men of Iron as us and and anyone else out there working in ministry, it's kind of a <laughs> we might almost feel like, hey, what do we have to say about that? Because we work mm-hmm. for a Christian organization, so. But, um, you know, I think if we look back at the kind of our own career history, we're going to find instances where we were working in a, a secular work environment. So I think we, we have plenty of knowledge that we can bring to the, to the topic. Um, but for obviously a lot of our listeners out there, majority of our listeners who aren't working in a, in a ministry, they're working in a secular workplace, it's a very important topic. Mm-hmm. And how do, we, how do we bring that into the workplace in a practical way? in a non-overbearing way and really shining our light um, for Jesus and, and showing that joy that, that we have in Christ to other people around mm-hmm. us. So I think it's a very important topic to talk about, and I hope it helps mentors and protégés and individuals out there listening. Um, just kind of a, a little background on that. You know, we think, think about how much time you spend at work. I mean, we spend half of our awake life <laughs> at work. Yeah. We... Uh, when you think about, you know, the eight hours or nine or ten, however many hours you spend at work each day, five days a week, we spend more time with our coworkers than our family and kids. Yeah, well. <laughs> so we're essentially family. Yeah, yeah, that's obvious. Yeah, so hopefully you don't get sick of us. Yeah. <laughs> Hope you like your family. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so I think the question is, what kind of investment are we putting into these relationships with our coworkers? And if Jesus is really the greatest joy of our lives, it should spill into our work mm-hmm. and into the people we work with. So I don't know if you want to mm-hmm. kind of dive into that when you think about faith in the workplace. Yeah, a few things that 
come to mind with, with this topic is one, I think one thinking of like what is work and the distinction between the spiritual and the, and the secular and uh, okay, this is my, this is my work life and this is my faith life. And this is, you know, I do this with my family and I go to church on Sunday and that's, and they're, they're not, they're not meant to be different. Um, I always find it interesting that, you know, even talking about like, oh, we got, we have to work and think about, oh, is that, you know, that's a result of the fall. Like we have to work now. Like, toil the land. Yeah, toil the <laughs> land and it will, you know, thorns, it'll be hard for you to toil. But work was actually created before the fall. Like in the garden, Adam and Eve were given a responsibility to, t- to take care of the land hmm. and take care of the planet. That's before the fall. Like, so there's something inherently holy about work. Uh, it's about purpose. It's about mission uh, with what God is doing in our lives and in the world around us. And so that is your vocation as well. Um, and it's not solely your vocation, but it's also not excluding your vocation. Uh, and so I think when we think of work, we need to think of it as an opportunity for God to, to create his, his kingdom values, his cre- kingdom mission to ourselves and to others around us. Uh, and that changes, and it doesn't matter. It doesn't, like, I think a lot of times we, we also think, oh, the, the holy work is those that are, you know, in ministry, the, the, the pastors, the, the missionaries, the, you know, the nonprofits. And, and that, again, is another false, re- yeah, that's just, yeah. like, that's a lie. Like, every, if you are, like, one of my first jobs was pumping gas in New Jersey. Like, that was a holy opportunity. That was a holy mission. Um, I had an opportunity to, to be God to the people I served uh, yeah. <laughs> at the gas station and my coworkers. Like there was always an opportunity, and that was just as spiritual of a of a, an assignment as my pastor on Sunday morning. Yep. Um, and so that that for me is a is a an important piece right off the be- off the the bat. You know. Yeah, yeah, that's good because I think you talked about kind of almost separating your your church life and your work life and, and you're right it is it should just be one one continuous kind of life like yeah like you're not shutting off your love for jesus the minute you walk out the mm-hmm. church doors or the minute you work into your walk into your job yeah like yeah it should overflow mm-hmm. <laughs> throughout every aspect of your life good friend of mine and a pastor he uh he would always say your ministry is wherever you are. Like, mm-hmm. I think you hit it on the nail on the head with that. Like, some we we too often as Christians think we have to be, you know, working for a nonprofit or working for a church or whatever it may be, to be doing like the Lord's work, to be doing God's work, or be a missionary. Mm-hmm. But yeah, but our I mean our mission field is wherever God has mm-hmm. us in that moment, yeah. whether it's you know in your hometown working at the coffee shop or pumping gas in New Jersey or you know, working in a restaurant or an office building, wherever it is, like that's your mission field. Mm-hmm. You don't have to go 7,000 miles, you know, across the ocean to, to go into missions. I mean, I yeah. deeply admire people that do that and there's mm-hmm. a call for that on certain people, but it's not always the case for everyone. Yeah. Yeah. There's a great book, uh, Liturgy of the Ordinary. It's uh, by Tish Harrison Warren. Uh, and it really talks about how everything in our lives and the whole book is great but talking about how folding laundry and taking care of your kids and going to work all those things that we think are mundane and ordinary and uh, like there is there's spiritual depth to and purpose and mission behind all those things uh and just a couple quotes i wanted to read when i was thinking about this there uh her, her chapter on checking email and work um the christian faith teaches that all work is not that is not immoral or unethical is part of God's kingdom mission. 
The kingdom of God comes both through our gathered worship each week and our scattered worship in our work each day. Thus, all work, even a simple small task, matters eternally. The kingdom vision, our identity as those blessed and sent, must work itself out in the small routines of our daily work and vocation as we go to meetings, check our email, make our children dinner, or mow the lawn. Uh, and it's just a powerful reminder of, you know, I think it's Colossians three twenty three that talks about everything that you do, uh, do all as though you're working for the Lord. Yeah. You, everything that, there's no, like you said, there's nothing in our lives that aren't touched by his influence and an opportunity to bring him glory. So that's awesome. Yeah. You talk about kind of like mundane day to day stuff. And I know just speaking personally, I know Ashley, my wife, she, I think she goes through those struggles as well. It's just, you know, majority of her time is staying at home with our daughter and, and every day can feel very mundane for her. Um, so it's finding, yeah, it's finding those moments and, and the purpose behind what you're doing and, and giving it all to Christ and, and making sure that whatever you're doing, your joy mm-hmm. and your love for Jesus is exuding out of you. Yeah. Um, so that's awesome. Well, we are going to take a short break. When we come back, we will probably talk a little bit more about practical advice for you for our listeners to to share jesus in the workplace or you know be the light of jesus in the workplace and maybe even share some personal examples as well that's good all right see you on the other side hey guys we want to take a minute to thank our friends at miller's twist for sponsoring this episode miller's twist is located at reading terminal market in downtown philadelphia one of america's largest and oldest public markets Miller's Twist Soft Pretzels are the soft, buttery, Amish-style pretzels that will keep you coming back for more. Voted Best Soft Pretzel in Philly, Miller's Twist also serves the Philly Cheesesteak Pretzel log, breakfast and lunch items, ice cream, and much more. Go to Miller'sTwist.com for the full menu. Good morning, this is John Hiller with today's Mentor Minute. Uh, I'd like to share with you a little bit today about how I live my faith out in the workplace. Uh, One of the things I'm always impressed by in the Bible is who Jesus picked to be his disciples. Not the most eloquent, not the most well-versed in scripture, um, but people that worked with their hands and in many cases were not the most like people uh, in the world. Uh, He took them and shaped them and formed them into his disciples. Uh, How that affects me in my day-to-day job is that I uh, look at that and and see that all these people that I work with, uh, work for, uh, you know, clients, customers, coworkers, whatever it might be, uh, those are all people that um, Jesus could have picked to be their disciples and um, people that I can pick every day to, uh, to serve and to love and to respect and uh, be a trustworthy um, coworker, client, customer, whatever role I might be playing. I try and fill that role in a way that is honoring to God. Um, most importantly, you try and live the day with joy, and no matter if the work is hard or not enjoyable or whatever it might be that day, I try and live it with joy and let that come through in my attitude and the way I go about accomplishing my work. All right, welcome back. Part two of Faith in the Workplace on the Men of Iron podcast. J-Dub, 
love to hear just kind of some, you know, you already shared a little bit about your time. One of, was it your first job, you said? Pumping mm-hmm. gas in yeah, Jersey? Yeah, pumping gas. Who can't pump their own gas, by the way? Uh, Jersey people. So weird. I still don't get it. We're, we're very, we've got very frail hands. <laughs> I went, to, I went to college with a guy from New Jersey, and he had never. And we went to college in, in Pennsylvania. He had never pumped gas on his own. When he got to college, he had no idea how to do it. Yeah. I had to help him. I know it's weird. I don't, so yeah. strange. Can I don't. You, can I don't you pump know. your own gas now. I, oh, well, I pump. I I learned before I could that's drive. True. That's true. That's the way to do it, though. Yeah. To work for a gas station. That way, if you ever leave New Jersey, you can do it. You can do it. <laughs> I'm well trained. <laughs> so uh, yeah. So anyway, back to back to our. Uh, Topic: Personal examples of faith in the workplace. Do you have any anything else that kind of comes to mind? Back looking back on your career and your job history. Yeah, and I mean, fortunately or unfortunately, ever since my uh, my careers have been in areas and settings where I like there was usually a Christian emphasis. Like I was a youth pastor, so I was kind of required to to bring faith. But so my jobs prior, whether they're going through college or on summer break or, or in high school. Uh, we're usually in a secular uh, workplace, uh, and to me, you know, I think a lot of it is is how you see it. Again, I think if you you're going into your job asking for the Lord to be present and to show you opportunity, um, and everyone's different, uh, and every every setting's different. So depending on what the workplace setting is and environment, it, it can change. But um, for me, a lot of it was going in. Uh, in a prayerful attitude, uh, going to work. Hmm. Uh, and that wasn't every day. And so right. this is like, this is my best. These are, I'm sharing my best days, uh, <laughs> in this example, but, uh, going into work, whether it was a drive or, or you know, a, you know, li- whether it was listening to, to, to my favorite worship album, praying for, hmm. you know, praying for my time at work. Um, again, if we're, if our goal is like Colossians three, and all that you're doing work as if you're doing it to the Lord, asking, God, I want to glorify you with mm-hmm. my time. So that means doing my job as, as good as I can, like using my talents and my time as, as best I can. So not wait, like you cr- believers should be great workers because we're not, we're not wasting time looking for cutting corners, finding, you know, can we sleep on the, which again, I did that because I was in college <laughs> and had times where I slacked off, but ultimately our, our standard is high. Mm-hmm. We're, we're not working for just our, our boss. We're working for the Lord. Right. Uh, and so we should be great workers. Uh, and so having that attitude, God, help me to, to glorify you with my time today and do my best. Yeah. Uh, help me to find. And then the other thing was, and this is kind of going another aspect of, of faith in the workplace. How can I be a witness, you know, asking for opportunities? God, you know, if if there's a conversation that comes up, give me the, the, the right words. Give yeah. me the boldness to yeah. be able to ask the question or listen well. Mm. Um, praying for coworkers. Yep. Um, and, and then as things go, and, and, and you know, I don't think faith in the workplace has to look super bold, but it can. Uh, as you get to know coworkers, as you get to know customers, and, and you can do it in a way that is not offensive or against the, you know, any rules of your job. Right. Can, can, you, can you share the Lord in, in those opportunities? Can you, can you, it can be simple things. Hey, can I, you know, I remember asking a coworker, you know, he was telling me about uh, his, he was having a hard time at home and said, hey, can I, can I pray for you? Mm. Like in, in, in building those relationships and we had more conversations. We did have conversation about, yeah, why do you believe this? And why do you think this? And we, were able to, I was able to share explicitly with some coworkers throughout those years yeah. my my faith. That's awesome. Yeah, I think about 
so I was saved in 2009, and I was at the time I was bartending and waiting tables at a country club, and <clears throat> and I, that's it's, when I think of faith in the workplace, I immediately go back to kind of my time after that, after I got saved, and just the opportunities I had to kind of share my testimony and uh, share the gospel. But it was always, yeah, like I, I love what you said about kind of your mindset is is so key how you how you choose to start your day wherever wherever you work. Um, and I would always, yeah, I would always love, I loved like making sure that my mindset was, was good for the day and, and, you know, getting in God's word, getting some worship music on my way to work. Um, cause I think if we don't start our day like that, we can very easily just allow the day to get the best of us. Um, but I, I just had some awesome opportunities, uh, working in that, in that industry and at that job of like, at the time I was taking missions trips to, to Liberia, um, so people found out about that and, and there were several customers who, who donated money to my trip mm. and I was able to, to share about, you know, why I'm going and the purpose behind it. And, um, it was just awesome to kind of, to kind of not be overbearing with it, but allow kind of almost allow it to come to you in, in the way you carry yourself. Um, and then people just notice something different and, mm-hmm. and in return you get to kind of share your faith and, and share your journey with people, um, so I love that. And I think what you said about kind of, you know, integrity and in work and, and how you choose to steward your time at your job, like that goes to us mm-hmm. too. Just mm-hmm. because we work in ministry doesn't mean we don't have to represent Jesus in all we do. We better mm-hmm. be doing that as well. Uh, <clears throat> so I think, yeah, for anybody working in a secular environment or uh, ministry environment, like you should be, yeah, you should be representing who you are in Christ in all that you do, mm-hmm. you know, the way you, the way you steward your time, the way you work on projects, the way you interact with coworkers, the way you interact with other people in the building. Um, so I thought that was really good. We, uh, we put a poll out there on Instagram or a question out there on Instagram, just kind of about anything you would like to hear us discuss about faith in the workplace. And this was one of the questions that stood out to us. So I'm going to let you take a, take a stab at this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> This is from Bleed Green Ozzy. Is it appropriate to use employers' time to share your faith? I feel like that's a loaded question. Yeah, that's a, that is a that's a toughie. <laughs> that's why I'm swinging it over to you. I, I do. There's there's yeah. There's a lot of thoughts that come to my head. I mean, one like we said, your ultimate employer is the Lord, right? Mm-hmm. And so, what does that look like to honor Him in our work? That also means honoring your your boss and and work. Uh, and whatever policies that may or may not be in place. So, so you might be in an environment where there's a strict. I mean, I worked in a, in a in a in a setting where there was a very clear, hey, you can you can have your faith, um, but you can't proselytize. You can't have very specific trying to convert our customers or coworkers. Yeah. So some some of you might work in a place where that is very explicitly said. Um, and I think if you're honoring. Honoring what the responsibilities and the things that you have from your employer, uh, I mean, this is not, you can't like, hey, I'm supposed to be, you know, putting these, you know, these machines together and instead I'm having conversations on the side. I'm sitting there with my Bible trying to convert my, my coworker. Um, I think you can honor your responsibilities and your employer uh, as, as well as still having your faith be at the center in what you're doing right. and when it's appropriate. Like, I mean, most employers allow you to have 
conversations with your coworkers. Right. Like, and so I think it's, it's knowing when the, and where that line is. Uh, so yes, I think it's appropriate as long as it's not, and you, I don't know, you can decide if like, Hey, if there's a, if there's a strict policy or you have a conversation with your boss, I, I've known some friends who've been told by their boss, Hey, listen, you got to tone down the Jesus stuff. Right. And they had to make a decision whether or not it was, it was, um, appropriate for them to keep it a little bit more natural, um, and, and less disruptive hmm. from their job or, Hey, this isn't the workplace for me. I need to find a place where I can have my values and my faith, um, supported. Right. Um, I, I feel like I'm not answering the question very well. <laughs> it's, it's a tough, it's one. a really good question, but a really tough question. I think, yeah, I think you just have to like, yeah, you got to know your boss and your, your management, and your culture. Um, and you know, I think most people have a good idea of, of when and where to share, but it is, it's certainly a tough, mm-hmm. tough thing to wrestle with. Yeah. And you gotta do, yeah, I think you can, the answer ultimately, yes, you can share your faith with your coworkers at work. Uh, again, uh, just like you would share about your love for the Chicago bears or, right. you know, like th- as long as there's not a policy People against do that. It. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, every, weird. every day. Um, <laughs> but knowing when to do it so that you are still honoring your commitment. You know, this is not, Hey, I got this job so that I can, um, you know, actually secretly have, you know, these conversations with everyone. Um, I think being out and open and, and not hiding it and, and it being a, who you are, yeah. um, but also honoring the, the commitment. Hey, I, I was, I'm here to, to paint walls and I will paint walls. And as I'm painting walls, to the best of my ability to, to honor the Lord and honor my boss with my coworker, yeah. he's going to talk about what, what matters to me and, yep. and that's okay. So yeah. I think that's a good point. We're so quick to share about, you know, everything in our life, our favorite sports team, our family, but too often we leave the, the Jesus stuff out. Yeah. So yeah, don't be afraid to yeah, it's who you Talk are. about it's who you are. Yeah, uh, that's a good. That's a good point of like, what else would you, you would share about your who you are about anything else? Right, and that wouldn't be um, a problem in the workplace. Just so, just as you would share about your family or yep. you know your hobbies with your coworkers. Right, this is the most important relationship and the most important passion of your life. You know, yeah. As we as we wrap up, J Dub, any any practical advice you could give our mentors and proteges, our listeners out there? About faith in the workplace. Yeah, I mean, I, I another thing that I used to do um, was bring. I had a smaller, um, like pocket-sized Bible, uh, and I would bring it. Uh, and sometimes when I've had breaks, I would spend time uh, reading. Uh, that would t- keep me grounded. Uh, mm-hmm. Just personally, was part of my own. It wasn't always just an intentional witness opportunity. It was just it was genuinely for my own growth, uh, but also became uh, a tool for for sharing faith with coworkers. Uh, so I think if that, again, if that's appropriate, if you have the space and you're allowed to, to kind of, you know, take your 15 minutes off over here, yeah. hey, don't, instead of going smoke break, go take your Bible, you know, uh, or spending time in prayer. So that yeah. was, that was a big one for me. That's awesome. Yeah. It's, you kind of stole my practical advice. Nice. When I was, yeah, when I was uh, working full time in the restaurant industry, I would do that as well. I'd be working, you know, 12, 13 hour days. So when I had breaks, I'd, I took my Bible in with me and I'd go, yeah, go sit outside or um sit kind of sit in the break room and yeah it's an easy i feel like it's an easy way to kind of share your faith because you're just you're kind of almost minding your own business but 
people are like, what the heck's this guy doing? Mm-hmm. His Bible in the corner here, but yeah. And you can be surprised how many how many guys have I've known over the years who found that coworkers actually share a faith as well, but they don't know how to share it. Right. That the whole question, like, how do we do this? Yep. Um, a lot of guys don't know how to to share their faith uh, in the workplace, and so when oh, I saw you pray before before your meal, like that's an easy. Yeah. Again, if you're already doing that. A lot of times when you're in public, sometimes you go, oh, I'm just not going to do another, I'll do it in my head. That's another great one. Bow your head real quick. Like, yeah. I, it'd be, you'd be surprised how many times people go, hey, I saw you reading your Bible. I saw you pray before. Maybe there's other guys in your workplace that want to get together and talk about their faith as well. I know some guys that have started up Bible studies mm-hmm. as a result of awesome. those small things that, yeah. that come up. Cool. Yeah, another one uh, that I had thought of and written down was, I mean, it, it might be kind of a big leap, but invite, I mean, invite a coworker, a friend at church. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, like we talked about earlier in the, in part one is we spend so much of our time and lives with our coworkers. Mm-hmm. You get to know them pretty darn well. So I think, you know, for the most part, where kind of where they're at in their faith, maybe they go to church, don't go to church, haven't been to church in a while. So, you know, always, especially around this time of year, like Christmas, you know, go, go, going into Easter in the, in, the, in the following year. Like, those are great times to invite people to church, and mm-hmm. you never know what God will do with that. Yeah, and I think you said a good point. Get to know your coworkers well. Yeah. I mean, genuinely loving them will oper- will, will bring opportunities to show God's love yep. in the workplace. And, and it's not weird to, hey, man, like, do you, do you guys do anything for Christmas? You know, where do you go? Do you, yeah. go to, do you guys go to church? And I think, and I said this in the first part, like, um, asking, Hey, can I, can I pray for you? Like, and you don't have to do it right there. Like if that's too weird, uh, but just to be like, Hey man, I like, I, I know you're having some problems at home. Uh, could I, could I give you, could I, could I pray for you at home? And, yeah. um, or sharing, sharing advice again, like, Hey, yeah, this is how, you know, sharing advice to a coworker from, from a biblical foundation, uh, is an easy way to, to kind of share faith as well. Yeah. So awesome. Well, this has been good, man. I hope it has helped our listeners out there. Um, it's an important topic. Cause like you said, I mean, it's a it should be who we are, whether we're, you know, our love for Jesus should be who we are, whether we're in church, at home, or in the workplace. It shouldn't be, you know, segmented, and you shouldn't shut it off when you're in one place. And yeah. so uh, I think it's an important topic, and I hope it, it blessed our listeners out there. Uh, you can find the Men of Iron podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, pretty much anywhere you listen to your podcast. The video version is on Facebook and YouTube as well. If you are listening on Apple Podcasts, take the time to hit the subscribe button, leave us a review because, hey, when you leave a nice review, it gets us into more kind of listeners' ears. And yeah. So, and it makes hey, us feel good. Yeah, it makes us feel good too. So leave a nice review about <laughs> Justin and his sweet men of iron vest. Oh, yeah. Man, it looks good on you. Woo-hoo. It's Christmassy. Go get your Christmas shopping done. There you go. I'm talking to you. Oh, yeah, me. Yeah. (laughs) And you out there. All right, guys. We will talk to you soon. We hope you enjoyed the Men of Iron podcast. See you later. Thanks for listening to the Men of Iron podcast. To get started in a one-to-one or microgroup mentorship, go to menofiron.org.